everyone, it's Tom Panos here. I've got with me Matthew Bourne, who's the owner of McConnell Bourne, an amazing business in Sydney, in the north. Welcome. Thank you, Tom. Uh, Matthew, you've been a client of News Limited for some time, and a lot of the people in our area would know of you, but a lot of the viewers here right around Australia uh, won't know of your brand and your business. Can I have a short background into your career in real estate? Yeah, sure, Tom. Look, I uh, started in 94 with a franchise group, was there for seven years uh, in the sales capacity role, a small agency, moved away in 2000. Um, in fact, we started McConnell and primarily as a property management company um, to start with when I was contracted to sales. Um, and then people were sort of saying, can you sell for us? So we moved away and we, uh, it was just my wife and myself, basically in the beginning there, in 2000. Uh, 2004, we moved into our offices with three people, and then today um, we're up to about 37 people with two offices. Okay, so that's uh, 20 years roughly in real yeah. estate, and during that period of time you have been a very active sales agent, Correct. Um, and there have been years that you've written over a million dollars in commission, Correct. and you still sell and list today, but you are moving into the next phase, which is more leading, coaching, mentoring, um, and running the two businesses from a helicopter view versus actually being there at you know every buyer and seller appointment. Absolutely. Yep. Um, but what I want to ask you is, how have you found managing the business and doing listing and selling? Is it doable? It's doable to a point. It's it's uh, it's getting tough now. We've got well, 14 sales agents now. Right. Um, uh, it's been a lot of fun. I enjoy the sales side of the business. I enjoy the business side, but I think my skill is is really in the sales side of things. And over the last sort of three or four years, our agents have really uh, come into their own in the sense of their productivity and their their fees, um, which has allowed me now to sort of step back a little bit and actually look at that, as you said, the helicopter view. Yeah. And look at that sales direction view of the company. So um, okay. that's working well. Can I ask you, in your time in real estate, both as an owner and as a salesperson, what do you see some of the characteristics and qualities of the best salespeople? Best salespeople, in my opinion, they're, they're committed and they're focused 100%, and 100% of the time. So there's no time wasting. They know what they need to do. They get in there, they do it, they do it really well. They avoid distractions around them. Um, they, they hit the phones, they know the numbers they've got to do and the, the, the people they've got to talk to, uh, and very committed and focused. I think that's, you know, from where I sit, where I see the best people right. perform in the marketplace and take um, great gains. Okay, um, on the same hand, you would have employed people and you've seen people that may have the gift of the gab. Mm -hmm. um, on the surface, they look like they're going to be successful, yep. but they just never take off, maybe spend one or two years. They dabble in real estate in the sense that they're there, but they're not there. Mm -hmm. Why is it that these people fail when the opportunity is incredible in the business? You know, I, I never really understand that why, but I think it just comes down to lack of diligence. They, you're right, they've got the gift of the gab, they can, they can you know, talk it through, but they can't walk the talk. Um, they lack, I think, self-discipline, um, and really getting in there and focusing and knuckling down and, and you know, doing the numbers. It's a numbers game. You know, we know how many people we've got to call, we know how many sales we need, how many appraisals we need to get. They're great putting them in front of someone, they can sell, their, they can sell themselves, but actually getting them to be in front of someone can be the challenge. Okay. Can I ask you, um, in your 20 years in real estate, if you were talking to yourself 20 years ago, knowing what you know now, mm -hmm. what would you say to yourself, Matthew, about real estate and the, what advice would you give you? 
Tom, I would, yeah, what I know now is incredibly different. I would have a very simple one-page plan. If I was coming in today, one-page plan with probably the key five activities that I would need to do day in and day out and do them very, very well and keep myself accountable or have someone keep me accountable to what I need to do on a day-by-day basis. I think that would be the key. Okay, so uh, that is a very simplistic answer, but I think it's very powerful, and that is to not overcomplicate it, mm-hmm. to pick you know five critical behaviours and just become world-class at those than just uh, dabbling around and doing spur-of-the-moment activities Mm -hmm. sometimes and, you know, drips and drabs. Just stick to a process of five activities Mm -hmm. and master those. Absolutely, 100%. All right, can I ask you a little bit about getting into more listing presentations? What's the advice that you can give people that... Um, and that's the biggest issue in Australia. People say that we just don't get into enough listing presentations. What's the advice that you can give to agents about that? Look, at my guys and my team, what we focus on is, is being specialists rather than generalists. So I think a real estate agent, um, the typical one, looks to, to just looks for the next bit of business. So they're not really streamlining their processes and actually honing in on where they need to be. So we look at it very much as saying, there's a core group of properties there, call it a thousand homes, and become a specialist within those properties, okay? And, and grab market share and help market share in that particular area. So uh, that's what our guys do, and they get stuck right into owning that particular patch, right. I guess, becoming the authority in that particular patch. Yeah. And when, you know, uh, when, when someone needs to sell their property, you're the go-to person. You're the one that actually is um, top of mind, uh, on the mind shelf of anyone that wants to sell in that particular area. Okay, so essentially what you're saying is that for you to be the specialist, to be the best known, mm. uh, narrow it down and own it. Correct. Versus having to be one of many agents in a marketplace because you're all doing the same thing. Just basically become a brain tattoo on people's head Correct. that you are the absolute specialist in that marketplace. Absolutely. I know that you're trialling... Uh, a project at the moment or a product called hot spotting yeah and I think that that probably is a good leading into talking about specializing in a marketplace yeah. tell me this trial that you've been doing at Warunga in hot spotting mm-hmm. what did what does it mean what do you, what what is hot spotting yeah. what we've done Tom we've taken say one of our agents territories and you look at the sales over a say three to five year period and you'll see let's call it this particular marketplace you might have sales from eight hundred thousand to five million dollars and you look at that and you see, you'll see a, a traditional curve as to the activity levels in that particular marketplace. What we do is narrow that down and look at the most active part of that particular market. So you might have you know, a couple of sales at the 800,000 level and a couple of sales at the $5 million level. And the typical agent will do a couple of those and a couple of those and a few in between. So what we look at doing is actually reducing that, I guess, that, uh, that, that market down to a core particular market. And that's where the highest activity happens in that particular marketplace. So if there was 50 sales, for instance, you might have, uh, you want to be a specialist in that sort of 30 sales between, say, you know, it could be 1.2 and 1.5 million. That's the highest activity within that market. So you look at those particular, and that then drills down into, well, what are the, we we map that out, What what are the streets down to what are the houses that we need to focus on, become best friends with, to enable to get in more doors in that particular area. So I guess what we look at is saying if there's 15 or 1,000 homes in that particular market, there might then only be 300 properties within that 1,000 that we need to become best friends with. The rest of them, acquaintances, but those become our best friends. And what we typically see there is about a 20% better return on investment on time spent uh, specialising on those particular people 
course, not ignoring the balance, but be, becoming best friends with those guys. And what we've seen is that um, the average fee is, is fantastic and the return on that investment is better, rather than being a generous right across that market. Is that Yeah, it right? does. It does. And I think uh, metaphorically, in many ways, what you're saying is segmenting the marketplace to people that need your service versus coercing people that don't want to hear from you and actually just being out there and making yourself available. Like if I was looking at a, another industry, a soft drink analogy, it would mm -hmm. be finding out who all the soft drink drinkers are yep. and then having Coca-Cola spend their time and energy, sales and marketing activity yep. on people that are going to buy a drink. Correct. Um, so this trial is going to go for six months, is it? Correct. Yep. Okay, I'll be really interested to talk to you in six months' time yeah, to see how, how, how it progresses, you right. know? Yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's a tough one because, no it's a little bit hard to measure, but we can measure in the sense that we know what the property, where the properties are and we can start to measure our success in getting in the doors of those particular properties. So, um, yeah, it would be interesting to see the yeah. outcomes. It's funny that you're talking about this because I do remember that I did have, uh, I think it was a, a uni lecturer that I had once in marketing, and yeah. he said to me, Tom, no matter how clever you are and your marketing manager in a corporation, you can't create a market and give a product if it's not there. A far smarter thing to do is to find out where the market is and what they want and to actually deliver that. Correct. And what you're really doing is segmenting and working out where there is a need and focusing activities on that. Um, I want to talk to you about the fact that your business is an attraction-based business. Correct. In the North, people know of your business. Um, what are some of the strategies and techniques that you've used yourself and the business to be an attraction agent? comes down to, look, the philosophy of, of McConnell Vaughan is to come down to, to six-star service. So looking at the, uh, the right advice, the right experience and the excellent outcome is, is, is our, I guess, our core way of looking at things. Uh, secondly, obviously, there's this brand and, and creating a, a, a fantastic brand and a fantastic culture. Number one, the culture attracts people into the business, but I think then that emulates back out into the marketplace. So when we're with clients, they, can, they get a sense and a feel of how we work and that attraction then sort of you know moves from the agent across to the client, um, and that's what's worked very well for us in, in the last sort of fifteen years. Right. Okay. Beautiful. I want to talk to you about you told me earlier today that your passions, listing, mm. negotiating, yeah. um, the communication part of the, of, of the business. Um, are you a good lister? Very good. Very good. What makes you a good lister? Tom, I reckon it's my um, genuineness, genuine, yes, genuine, yeah. <laughs> um, I think that I come across as the trusted advisor. Um, I'm not trying to pull the wool over their eyes, I'm not trying to sell them something that they don't need. Um, my market knowledge is exceptional, um, my sell-through rate is very high, and, um, and I deliver on what I say. So I think it's a very basic um, uh, belief in myself and actually delivering on what I promise I will do. And, and that comes around to that communication and that trusted advisor approach yeah. rather than just that sort of, you know, just get it and flog it for anything you can do. Right. Um, and put it through the process as fast as you can. Okay, do you think the fact that you've been around, when you go out to a listing presentation, do you think that you've got an advantage over another person that may not have positioning in a marketplace and that they've got to prove themselves harder? Or do you think that it's uh, even Stephen um, once you're at a listing presentation. No, never, never rest in my laurels in that sense. You know, we have a, a great brand and we have a great market share in our particular market. But we can never go in with an assumption that we're actually going to win. Um, 
you know, it's funny, I actually go in today probably harder than I ever have in right. a sense because I, I want that client to have our services because I believe, I really truly deep down believe that if they don't, they're disadvantaged. So we go in really hard in the sense of um, making sure that we can, we can give that client, as I said, the best advice, experience and outcome throughout the sale. And uh, yeah, look, we might have a small advantage being given the, the size and, and the market share we have, but we don't rest on our laurels on here by any chance. Okay, so there's two, two points I get out of that part of the conversation. Number one is, um, even though you might be positioned and have a relationship, don't take it for granted that showing up is enough, yep. that you've got to treat it like it's the first time you're meeting these people and you've got to uh, yep. treat it like a normal listing presentation. Um, and the second thing is, you feel that you go hard to get the business because not only is it benefiting your business, but you believe it's benefiting them because if you don't get it and yep. you give and they give it to another agent, you feel like they're being disadvantaged. That's Correct. what more or less yeah. you've said. Absolutely, to yeah, yeah, right. that's it. And they're buying our energy, yeah. so you've got to go. I mean, I've been in the situations where you know I, I felt it's a lay down there, and um, and you go the the casual approach and, and you don't really put your effort and energy into it, and you lose and you lose the business, and uh, you know that, that that's wrong. You yeah. know, you, you just as I said, you just can't rest on your laurels, you've got to go in and, and demonstrate, because you know, we're up, we've got some good competition, and there are some good agents in our marketplace, but you know, um, we've got to make sure we demonstrate while we're the best. Okay, uh, finally Matthew, can you tell me, September, October, November, December this year, what's your feeling on um, what it's going to be like? There has been an excessive shortage of listings across Australia, yeah. um, and that's been validated by companies like RP Data. Do you feel that that's changing? And that more stock will come through the remainder of this calendar year. Yeah, I do, Tom. I um, look, we've seen it just in the last ten days the inquiry rate pick up from people saying, "Look, we're now making a decision to do something." I think the election uh, and the change of governments had a big impact on people making the decision. I don't know why, yeah. personally, because I don't think really at the end of the day, regardless of government, that it's um, going to stop people doing what they want to do or yeah. people buying property. But yeah, we're starting to see that free up, and I'm I'm really confident on a on a great September through to Christmas. Okay, fantastic. Uh, finally, the best piece of advice, there's probably about 4,500 agents that are going to watch this. Yep. That's the click rate that I have, which equates to 4,500 agents will watch this video. Mm -hmm. Many of them are out there struggling, yep. in pain, waking up, thinking, is real estate for me? After 20 years in the business, what's the best advice you'd give them? So it's all about, for me, it's commitment and it's belief and, 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 and driving that, uh, that belief all the way through. And having, as I said from the outset, a very simple plan and executing that exceptionally well. Um, if real estate is not a part-time gig, um, you know, there's the old adage of, uh, you know, it's about an adult daycare centre, yeah. you know, and you'll see that in any agency. And I think you've got to come in and, and be committed from the outset, you've got to be willing to accept the hard knocks and the rejection because there's a lot of rejection, but every no leads closer to a yes. Um, you've got to be get yourself top of mind within your, within your, your particular territory or area and, you, and have the skill, train yourself, dialogue yourself up and have excellent self-through. Um, you've got to have all that. And if you don't, you know, and you're not committed to it, get out of the game because it's, you know, it, it's... It's not simple, but it's very rewarding at the end of the day. Okay, and on that note, that word commitment that was used a number of times in this video, 
I think it's been summed up by Matthew. I mean, there are going to be days that you're going to like better than others. You're going to have days that you feel down. You're going to have days that um, maybe the passion is not there, but the thing that's going to get you going in there uh, every day of the week, month in, month out, in a long 20-year real estate career is commitment, that one word. Um, so thank you so much for your time, Matthew. Thank you. And I look forward to speaking to you um, again in six months. Look forward to it. Thank, thank you. you. Cheers, mate.